Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of our Image Comics Reviews. Every single week, Image provides us with early access to their weekly books so we can provide you with reviews day and date. So if that's something that you like, make sure that you let us know by following us or wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. If that happens to be YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Leave us some comments to let us know what you're thinking about our reviews and what books you want us to review that we're not. Uh, we're going to start today with Radiant Black, number four. Uh, then we're going to review Home, number two, and then Ultra Mega, number three. So three of biggest, three of the biggest books coming from Image this week. We're here to talk about them. Uh, so, again, Radiant Black, number four. Kyle Higgins writing it. Marcelo Costa on arts. Um, with color assistance from Rod Fernandez and letters by Becca Carey. So we have been all over the place with this book. Uh, we've kind of generally been saying, you know, let's get to the point. Pete's been a big defender. Uh, this issue is called Everything Changes. And by the end of the issue, that is certainly true. But my question is, have our opinions changed about this book in light of the massive revelation at the end? Uh, Kale, you have been a big detractor of the series how do you feel now that something has actually happened? Uh, I'm actually really frustrated <laughs> for, for, for two reasons. Uh, one, like, uh, why did it take this long? But I also, again, uh, credit to Kyle Higgins and how relatable this character is. That's probably exactly what I would do with superpowers too. Dick around for a month, and then as soon as I something real happens, I would die immediately. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I, I expect that our guy will come back, uh, but. It was it, and it was cool to see him in action and everything. But it was it was frustrating that that had to happen here. Um, and I, and I guess that's sort of what I <laughs> what I'm interested in talking about because it, I'm really unsure how I feel about it because it's just like it's like I said, nothing happened, and then this happened. I don't know. Um, it's cool to see the red guy. <laughs> That's fair. Any thoughts on, on why we spent uh, four and a half issues or three, three and a half issues with one protagonist sitting down and writing then to just die? Like, why did we have to waste our time with that? I... So... I, I I wonder if maybe this won't be his color. His, you know, maybe the, the radiant black or whatever wasn't for him. You know, maybe it was actually supposed to go to uh, the other guy whose name escapes me. Um, but... Uh, I, as I was just kind of thinking and ruminating on it all, because we we know in his dreams, um, God, what is it? The protagonist's name, even 
Nathan. Uh, which is so funny because this guy looks like me. He fucking, he's got my parents fucking Midwest house. He's got my occupation. He's got my hair and he's got my middle name. Why can't I remember anything about him? Hilarious. Um, uh, uh, so in his dreams, in Nathan's dreams, uh, we saw, I think it was last issue that he, he sees himself in the future with the beard and the cape and the, the radiant black suit. So presumably that's like a vision of things to come Hmm. as well as he's sort of like downloading the, you know, or merging with the, the, the black hole. Right. Um, I was reminded as I was like thinking about all this of uh, the really pivotal moment in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, when Tommy disappears uh, because his Green Ranger coin is, uh, I think, destroyed. And he disappears and the White Ranger suddenly appears. Uh, Billy and Alpha and Zordon were building like the White Ranger power and that like took, as I recall, it felt like forever. It was probably two episodes, but um, I'm wondering if something like that was going to happen because I remember how dramatic that was for my, you know, eight-year-old brain. So I'm wondering if something like that is going to happen. Maybe Nathan is going to change colors or, you know, he's going to evolve somehow. Yeah, I mean, for me, this is the most compelling issue because something happens, you know? And now I think all Sean's kind of backhanded comments about it are totally valid. Oh, why did we spend three and a half issues with this one guy for him to die? Uh, that's a good question. Now I'm now I'm curious. What does happen? Uh, now I don't know if I'm down for three more issues to find out. Better not go that direction because we have limited real estate. But uh, it... it it actually has a direction it feels like finally so i don't know if i'm on board with this but i'll tell you what i think this is by far the best issue we've read so far radiant black mm. because something happened because something <laughs> happened i think um <clears throat> this was this was the one that that sold it for me i think because i've been like Sean said defending it because i felt like it was building towards something you know um and i think that I think that what Kale laid down is probably correct. I have a feeling that um, that Nathan will come back at some capacity, whether that's the Nathan that we've spent time getting to know or another version of him remains to be seen. Um, but I think for me, I was I was into this issue before that reveal because it it felt like we were getting into a good groove. I thought like, I think um, the, the, the scene where they're training and everything um, there are a a few of those like one liners and the the kind of back and forth that, that like I liked a lot. Um, I, I think that like uh, I think it was Kale said like seeing the, uh, the red, you know, radiant red or whatever, like return um, and have, them have that conflict was really cool. I liked their banter throughout that fight. I thought uh specifically um the 
like there's like a two or three page cut there right of like Nathan putting on the suit there they go back and forth he flings them down the street and then like they have that scene where they crash through the building and it's like them fighting on the one side and then the right is you know a a full page of them going through each floor of the building like I thought that was really cool like there's some there's some good beats in that um, and, and I found myself into the rhythm of the issue, um, between those things. So then when you get to, you know, the, like the actual reveal, you know, I definitely didn't think that was going to happen. Right. Like I figured, oh, all right, he'll pull Nathan out. And it's like, look, you were a hero. You did a thing like this should motivate you. And then it swerved. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, that, that subverted my expectation. And, you know, this is the first time that the book has done something that, like, really surprised me. And I think that um, the question of, like, why did we spend that time if this is where we were going? I have confidence that it will be answered um, based on some of the stuff that Kale laid out. But also, I think, for me, that lulling me into that, you know, oh, this is the rhythm of this book and this is where it's going or where I think it's going, and then now I have no idea where it's going, that makes me excited to to see what issue five has to offer. Um, and, you know, for some people it might be too little too late, um, but I, you know, I, I had confidence it was going to go somewhere that would interest me, and I think this is, um, at least for now, giving me more of that rope to keep coming along. I, this was enough carrot for me. If if we weren't doing this this show, I wouldn't read this book anymore. Um, I feel like my time and money has been wasted because you know it, it's it's a four dollar comic, and I just you know saw this this dude who doesn't do anything but sit around and write all day, doesn't like the fact that he even has these powers, doesn't care about them, now die, and the other dude who actually likes it, Marshall. Now he's going to be the superhero. Okay, so why couldn't we just skip all that? I'm sure there's going to be some reason, but I don't feel like spending, you know, several more dollars to find out. Like, it, it's, it feels like a waste of time. And, you know, I think this is one of the best-looking books on the market right now. The art is phenomenally good. It's sad, though. It, it's It's kind of bittersweet because it's like, man, you could have been drawing this for the last three issues. Instead, you were drawing a guy at a cafe, you know, struggling to figure out what he wants to put on the page. Like, come on, man. This is a pretty book. This dude is being wasted. Look at how good this book looks. And from this point forward, maybe it'll be more action-packed. Maybe Marshall is going to lean into his uh, powers. Um but I don't really feel like starting again, you know, with another character. And if Nathan is going to come back, that's cool. But I didn't care about him to begin with. This book to this point hasn't done enough to make me care about these guys. Nathan is not necessarily a good guy. He hasn't done anything that great. He saved that one family. Um, but, you know, I, I want to know him. I want to know why he's the right guy for this job. And, and to this point, I don't really know why. Um, meanwhile, Marshall's just kind of a douche who likes superheroes and I don't care about that either. So I, I just don't feel like this, this book is for me, it's not serving me up anything that I'm like amazed by. Um, and frankly, it's been kind of boring. So 
Um, yeah, again, like if it wasn't for this podcast, I would be done. As good as it looks, and I think this again, one of the best looking books out, I would rather not continue to be dragged along by Kyle Higgins. Yeah, I get that. I 100% get that. Because <laughs> I, I genuinely had that same thought. Um, they really should have gone with the original title, which was, um, I think it was called Writer's Block. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I get why you guys feel that way. I'm bummed that you feel that way because I feel like this is where now I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Like, I, I was hoping that it would that you guys would feel similarly. But, um, hey, we're, you know, there's I mean, any... yeah, I'm still in. Like, I, I, I want to see where it goes. Like, you know, okay, Kyle, that's Higgins, cool. Kyle Higgins has had me on the premise and the art is incredible. I'm here for the, the, the Power Ranger guy. Like, <laughs> I got to support that where it comes like, uh, but I mean, I'm also there right there with Sean, like, uh, up to now, like this is kind of sucked. I don't know. I hope, I hope that you guys feel differently by the end of the arc. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. Because I don't know. I, uh, I don't I don't mind that the first three issues were slow if if we're going somewhere, if we're driving somewhere. And I have that moment like you get in like a good Hickman book where it's like later and like everything clicks into place and you're like, ah, yes. Now I understand why we spent that time. Um, but I, I think with some of this stuff, you you won't feel differently, right? Like the whole like writer's block issue or whatever, right? Like that worked for you or it didn't. Um, so I don't know. But even Hickman knows to not do it for three issues. And especially the first three issues. Yeah, fair enough. Like I can't argue with that. Um, yeah, you can't. That's right. I mean, I could, but... No, you can't. All right, whatever. So we, we've already established that we, you know, we, we get these reviews from Image. Pete, would you feel the same way if you already spent $12 on this? I I think probably I would because I'm, I'm engaged. Like, I'm interested to see where it goes, you know? But I also, like... I have expendable income, you know, and like, <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> what? Sorry. Like, it's a fact. Like, I, I was going to say that, like, oh, rub it in that it's a fact now, too. Oh, great. <laughs> He's just teasing you. I watched. Are Pete, we done? Are we done? I just I watched <sighs> Pete enjoy reading it the entire time you read it. So he's definitely he's hooked. Phil was upstairs. I laughed out loud at a point like yeah, I like it. But my, oh, my you laugh. My point. <laughs> My my point in bringing that up, right, is that like I don't I I know that I don't have to be as choosy about what books I pick up, so it's easy for me to say that and be like, yeah, whatever, I could spend twelve dollars on this and it would be fine. But like, not every comics reader is gonna feel the same way, so like I I don't begrudge anybody anybody for looking at this and being like, ah, I don't feel like I've gotten my money's worth here yet. Or and and at this point being like fuck it, you know that's fine. I I totally get that. But I think for me, like especially after this issue, I I feel 
on the boat more so than like wanting to be on the boat and being like, well, let's see where it goes, you know? Because that's kind of the energy I felt like I've had so far is like I wanted to like it more than I was liking it. Whereas this issue, I really connected with it, I think. If this was issue three and not four, I would probably feel very similarly. Yeah, I'm on the same page. That that third issue is rough. Um, I don't think this is a bad book, though. I, I think it's totally okay. I'm, I, I, I feel like I can't form a fully formed opinion because I feel like it's still taking its time to get fucking going. So we'll yeah. see where it goes. I'm, I'm still hooked through the story arc, at least. I, I do want to see where... I want to get to the fireworks factory, as they say. Fair enough. Uh, let's 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 jump ship and talk about home number two. Obviously, home uh, got a lot of press uh, given its subject matter. This, of course, coming from Julio Anta, who wrote it, uh, with art by Anna Wesizik. Wes- I struggle Wes- with these names. Uh, Wesizik or something. Wesizik, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, with colors by Brian. Valenza and letters, of course, by Hassan Asmain El Hau. Um, so we we weren't super high on the first issue of this book. Uh, we were critical of it for a variety of reasons. Marco and I kind of felt like it was representing the absolute worst possible scenario in every single scene. Uh, every like every single adult was an awful human. Um, and like it just didn't there was nothing it felt like reading a newspaper or watching the news there was no story there um this issue does allow things to breathe a little more and it does kind of get into what the actual story is about a little bit more uh did this issue change anyone's feelings about what this series is so far i i don't dislike the premise you know and I think it's kind of interesting. It reminds me of like the stuff that happened in, uh, I think it was Logan, the movie, where it was like how um, X twenty three like escapes from like a, a experimenting facility or something. Yeah, uh, there's like the elements of that in here, um, and obviously it's trying to be really mindful and cognizant of like the migrant crisis that's taking place right now. Um, I appreciate all that. I I do. But the execution leaves a lot to be desired, in my opinion. I think it's just, it's, it has a lot to say, but it doesn't know how to say it, you know? And I think that's something I really struggle with in this book is I feel like the art is not great. And I feel like it really um, hurts my ability to like kind of connect to the characters. Like it kind of looks like, uh, like it kind of looks like characters you would see in like a textbook of like you know what I mean where like I don't know it I'm I'm disappointed yeah I um I don't know I I was like a little bit more willing to give it some rope in the first issue because I think that it, it felt a lot like a first issue, right? It felt a lot like a, hey, we're, we're trying to establish, like, what this book's about and, you know, where we're coming down on this and everything. And, and you know, I don't know. I'm often willing to give an issue one uh, enough rope to hang itself because I know that it can be hard to start a story, right? And a lot of stories 
that I really love, I don't like right away. You know, like finding your legs is sometimes difficult and like a creative team sometimes needs time to coalesce, you know? So I think the fact that, um, to Phil's point, I, I thought that the, the narrative premise was um, was interesting, right? And, and showed promise. You can understand how... Um, a story about about a refugee becoming a superhero uh, could be really compelling, right? Like, I, I think that there's totally room for that uh, to that idea to have l- real legs. But I, I don't know. I just really don't feel like this book has it. I think that the dialogue feels pretty stiff, and um, there's no way to say this without coming off some kind of way. But it reminds me of when I was, um, you know like taking uh, creative writing classes and I was work trying to work on scripts where I wanted to like talk about a social issue or like a heady issue through the lens of superheroes. And it feels like you're, it feels like um, a lot less like peanut butter and jelly and a lot more like peanut butter and ham where it's like, these are not blending together. Like the, the, him being a superhero thing so far has only been used as like a deus ex, um, which isn't inherently problematic. Again, this is only the second ep- uh, issue, but like the, the kind of unceremonious way that his aunt like reveals everything. And it's like, Oh, your dad was a superhero. And that's actually why he got killed. And, and then it's like, okay, then you're kind of like taking this real world thing of, of gang violence and, uh, and, and like this gang wanting to recruit this young boy and, and, and like a family wanting to escape that environment and then, and like, and like injecting this superhero element to it. And it, it feels kind of clumsy to me, um, and and not and again not because you can't like not because I, I think it's a problem that his dad had powers or or any of those and none of the, these things put together is inherently a, a, an off switch for me but I think like to Phil's point I just don't feel like it comes across with much style and and because it feels kind of flat I'm finding it hard to connect with the characters or you know. Um, you know, like, now it's like he's already not on the run. Like, I thought the book was going to be about him being on the run. Now he's with his aunt. Like, I just, I don't really, like, what is this story about, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm with you, man. Like, the way she tells him what, you know, what's going on, his powers and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> bless you. Thank you. Uh, the way she delivers that is the way that the book delivers every bit of information. It's just, let me tell you the what things that are happening. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have, it doesn't feel soulful. It doesn't feel like there's life in it. And that's, you know, that's a problem, especially when you're, do- when you're dealing with something so heavy, right? Like the first issue starts with them, you know, being um, in essentially an internment camp, I guess. And, and now his mom is being deported. Like these are heavy things. Meanwhile, this kid's just on fire. Like, it, it, and again, 
Pete said it perfectly. You can absolutely do that. There's no reason you cannot do that, but you have to be kind of careful, I guess. And, and, and really, you know, say something unique and special and say it in a way that's captivating um, and not kind of like dry for lack of a better term. Um, I don't think that, that, that the, the premise here is bad. Um, but, you know, I agree the dialogue, you know, there, there's, you need, in my opinion, you have to have more chops to be able to do this story justice mm. um, because it's very tough. This is tough stuff. And, you know, even, even honestly, like from an art perspective, I got kind of tired of it really fast seeing those enormous drops of, of, of tears, you know, like those gigantic, massive streams of tears. It was just over the top silly and weird in a book that's otherwise trying to be presented as like you know kind of straight um it just it's just i don't know you know it doesn't feel up to the standard of, of image comics i i also creatively i think from the art perspective something that we we talked about uh you called it out earlier sean the whole like that there are like a lot of kind of like cartoonishly uh like bad dudes um, yeah. who work for, like, the Border Patrol or whatever, right? And, like, fuck the Border Patrol. This is not me saying that they should be presented more with more humanity or whatever. But, like, you look at the, the dude, like, and he's got, like, these, like, tribal tattoos and these very, like, weird, like, scary-looking, like, monster teeth. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, why does he look like that? Like, he's a bad guy. The way he talks is enough for me to know he was a bad guy. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it... it like Phil said, like it, it feels almost like um, like a picture book quality in that way of like, yes, this is how villains are drawn, you know. Um, to to that, at the very end of the book, when the kid thinks that they're that ice is coming for him and they're not, the last thing that the that the super evil ice guy says is, "You're going back to where you came from." Like, okay, like again, no, like no defense of any of that, right? But I highly doubt that people who do that, every single one of them is just like, yes, I love deportation. I am so racist and it's great. Like, I just don't believe in that. I believe that most of them are probably people doing their jobs and it is what it is for them. But this is just like just evil. They're just crazy evil. Uh, So uh, the dude they tackle is like, yep, he's white. And again, you can be light skinned and 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 still be you know yeah. but but that was my first thought i was like oh okay they caught they caught a guy who like was stealing from the from a store and it was supposed to be a message about how like you know not all people who who are who cops are after are minorities that's what i thought but yeah or like i also took it as like oh like he like he's just afraid of police like these are just cops. Nah, and, it says ice. No, I know. Yeah. That's the thing, is that I saw it said ice and I'm like, why why? Like that would you know what I mean? Like that would be better if it was just you know, oh, like you said, they're they're tackling some shoplifter or whatever and he thinks they're coming after him and the fact that he as, you know, uh uh an illegal immigrant is just afraid of the police and that's his reality. Yes, it should be. Yeah, like that's that makes more sense. That's better. Like, I don't know. Yeah, and it, like I, I, 
to to the point that that Phil like softly made earlier, right? Like it's like I I wish I didn't feel this negatively because like I like the premise and I wanna I wanna like the book, um, but I just don't. And it's not anything about you know anything about it except for its execution, mm-hmm. which makes it worse. Mm-hmm. You know, it reminds me of how I felt about um, X Corp on the show proper this week of like, yeah, like I want to fuck with this. I do. Um, but I just, it's just not working for me. Yeah. And, and it, you know, this book is getting a lot of press, like I said earlier, and a lot of people have, have enjoyed it. And Issue one got great. a second printing and everything I saw. Like, that's great. Yeah. Um, just over here in comics pals land. It's not, uh, I don't know. We're just not feeling it. Um, anything to add before we move forward? No disrespect. Yeah, exactly. And, and I wish that that went without saying, but it doesn't. It really doesn't, right? I want to make that crystal fucking clear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Ultra Mega number three. Uh, this, of course, by James Harron uh, with uh, Dave Stewart on colors and Russ Wooten on letters. Uh, Harron is doing everything else. This book. So that's pretty cool. Um, this is... I don't know if you guys know this, but this book is $8. I saw that with this one. Yeah, because we've yeah. been doing the advanced review copies, like we said. Like, I, I haven't picked this one up, and I noticed on that. I was like, holy shit. I mean, it's a double-long issue, every issue. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like it's not worth it. But, like, <clears throat> that's right. kind of crazy that we're technically, like, six issues into this sucker when you really think about it. Sure. What would you guys make of it? Oh, this issue. I, I want to hear what you made make, oh. made of it, actually. Yeah, I, I'd like to I hear really, I really didn't like it. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't, I didn't All right. Like as you are, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. I, I know this isn't your type of book, but um, yeah, you said you didn't like it. Go on. Oh boy. <clears throat> um, I think that every every single thing that's happening is just really, really weird and off-putting. Um, I don't like the art. Um, I'm not even no. I don't even know that I'm following the story. Quite frankly, like it's it feels it feels like it's all over the place. Um, I just this is just not even like the fact that you guys apparently feel so good about it and I don't shows me that I'm not even like I'm not even in the stadium of the people that this is for. So I have no <laughs> business talking about it. It's pointless. Yeah, I was just wondering if anything had changed. Oh no! Well, yeah, in the negative. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm I'm not surprised, but I did yeah. want to hear what you yeah, thought. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, I, I this issue I was cooler on than number two, but I still liked it. Uh, I think that this issue did feel hard to follow at first. Um, I think that's something that this book is kind of generally uh, guilty of uh, is that it's not it's not always crystal clear what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I think because sometimes it, it feels vague, um, like coming into this issue, I struggled to remember what had happened in the previous one because some of it was vague and it kind of took me a few pages before I was like, oh, right, this is where this character left off. This is how they ended up here. Cool, whatever. Um, I think once you get to the Coliseum, it kind of comes together a little bit more and it it, it felt like all right cool like i i'm 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 here i get where we're at uh i it's weird because like the the narrative through line is not the thing for me 
you know, like I'm I'm following it enough to keep up with it, but really like what I'm here for is the art and like I like the dressing of the world. Um it reminds me of some other kind of similar science fiction that we've read in the past or that that we've discussed that is not really about the characters as much as it is about just like being in this weird world and you know um having there be pieces that are set up in front of you and being like, I think I know what these mean. And then you don't right? right. Like there's the conversation between our POV character, whose name I don't know. And like the <laughs> alien in the, ja- the Kaiju, sorry, in the jail. Noah. And Noah's the, okay. Noah. Um, and like, you know, all of a sudden he's like, oh, I have an easier way out. And you think he's giving, Noah the knife to kill himself, and then he just cuts his own fucking throat all the way. That out. was awesome. That, that was cool. right, like that was cool. Um, or like how uh, you have um, you, you have a similar moment that that I I'm not I had in my mind and I lost it. But um, th- or here's a good one actually, right? With like Boosh, right? Like it's like the the big tough guy, and he goes out and fights, and you assume he's gonna probably die, but like. The way he dies is very surprising. The yeah. fucking proboscis mouth sack thing that this thing produces or whatever. It's gross. It's very graphic. It's fucked up and weird. But, like, that's this book's vibe. Is That shit fucking slayed. Yeah, like, its whole thing is giving you this weird, like, Cronenbergian-esque fucking imagery of just fucked up weird body horror monsters and... You know, I think... Um, he shits him out. <laughs> like, right afterwards, too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think for me, like, the book is dripping with so much personality. And, and like, it has a clear vibe and aesthetic that is very unique. Uh, I don't really care that some of the narrative stuff doesn't quite click for me. Because I'm just having a fun time exploring the world page by page, you know? Yeah, I'm right there. Um, and the way Noah wins his conflict uh, is really cool, too. I think that's, like, innovative. They call him a warrior. Uh, and then when you find out the four-legged Metagross-looking fucking monster is dating the weird proboscis creature, it's like... That was also cool. Very funny. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it drops you in a world. It's very foreign. Everything's different, and you're just kind of long for the ride. It is hard to keep up, uh, and I think if this book wasn't as beautiful as it was with incredible colors by Dave Stewart, uh, you, I wouldn't be engaged. If this had, like, the art of home, I'd be like, what the fuck am I reading? Or, like, even just less interesting creature design, you know, because that's something we've often dinged creators for where it's like, ah. Oh, Look at this generic ass alien that they're fighting, or like, look at this monster, this nondescript monster, right? Like, every one of these motherfuckers has a super unique design. So, yeah, I think you're. I I understand your frustrations with the narrative so far, Sean. Uh, I know you need things to make like logic sense, and I think if you're a pure writer, um, uh, coming into these books for the writing quality, this isn't it, and I. You know, I make no bars about that. But this, uh, in terms of creating kind of a world and aesthetic, uh, I'm into it. I'm intrigued. I want to keep reading. Good. Um, Do you guys, does it bother you at all that the book is so long? Does it kind of like 
make it harder to keep track? Yeah. I don't think so for me. Like, it, it surprises me every time. Like, when I, I sit down and I'm like, oh, right, yeah, this is long. But it never feels long because mm-hmm. I think because they have the double length, the they're a little bit bolder about page real estate. So, like, you'll have lots of pages that are just art. You know, or that have like, like I'm looking at the the thing where, um, you know, the big bad, the kaiju mother, or whatever shows up and there are less than 10 words on the page. You know, yeah. it's easy. It's easy to read. Um, you want to take the time and sit and drink in all the art. But I find books that are art heavy versus word heavy to be easy to get through um, pacing wise. And, you know, I think it being double long has actually served it better because its biggest strength is the art. So being able to take time with the fights and the beats and all those kinds of things, um, you're just getting more of what the best part of the book is, in my opinion. I think the thing that does frustrate me is in the um, in the back matter, uh, I guess it's the editor and James Heron say that the uh, – the next issue will be the end of the first arc. Um, and I think I would like a little bit more than that, but I think it depends on how it goes. You know, I I guess I don't necessarily mind a four-issue arc. I think, if I recall correctly, that's what the headlopper trades are as well. Uh, that is tough when you consider that the first issue isn't really in the arc, though. Like, the first issue is kind of like a prologue, so it's uh, really you, a three-issue arc. You said that, but that I, I think that's a hunk of baloney. Uh, but they Fine. are extra, extra long, as we've said. So, you know. Yeah, so you, you in a way, you're kind of getting, you know, like... That almost an extended, yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's um, really more eight issues than six, right? Like yeah, when it's all said and done. So I mean, that is kind of cool. Um, yeah, I, I I'm glad that you guys are are enjoying this. Uh, this is probably the first book that we've done more than like an issue of that I didn't care about in any way, shape, or form. And so it's cool to see you guys are into it. Um, are you listeners into it though? That's what we want to know. Uh, some of these books are books that you specifically said you wanted to hear more of us from, and you've reacted really well to our image reviews. So we're going to keep doing them uh, as long as that's the case. We're enjoying these books. We're happy that you're enjoying these books. Even if we aren't enjoying the books, if you want to hear us talk about them, continue to write in and let us know. Hit us at the comicspals at gmail.com. You have guys, you guys have been amazing on YouTube absolutely amazing so keep that going we really really appreciate it we don't know if you listen to the main show but every single week when you drop your comments we read them over there so you're not being abandoned in any way shape or form thank you so much uh, for that thank you to image for providing us with these review copies we really appreciate it uh and again if you are enjoying this make sure that you are leaving us a follow a subscribe over on youtube drop those comments as you have been and share the video with your friends. All those things are free to do, and they help us out a lot more than they cost you. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week on our image reviews every single Wednesday. Until then, take care, guys. See you next week. Thanks, Image.